Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on Sports Talk, Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. I'm Christian Garrick. Well, Jimmy, um, Brian Kelly says that he's planning on naming a starting quarterback pretty soon but i think we found out last wednesday who that might be yeah according to this uh news that came out of this guy named christian Derrick, wwl kind of let the cat out of the bag and and uh no, nobody's been able to steer clear of that it seems like that is the news <laughs> i'm just waiting for the course uh you know them to run the course here and before they they announce their starting quarterback Jaden daniels so now uh you know jimmy i i told christian this too that um I don't know. The one problem I might have with Coach Kelly, and, and a, a coach is always trying to uh, uh, cover their backside, so to speak, is that uh, once Jaden Daniels committed to LSU, uh, now I don't know uh, that that, that if, what was the case, but my understanding is that uh, that's when Miles needed to get out of town if he still wanted to play football, like whether it be mm-hmm. Southern Miss or wherever he, he wanted to go, because coaches bringing in transfers – particularly like when uh, Daniels had started with like 30 games at Arizona State. No, there's a promise right there. It's almost they'd have to be terrible to not live up to that promise and, and be the starting quarterback. And it's nothing about who's in the building, out the building. When you have th- those kind of things that occur, uh, okay, come Florida State, would you be shocked if Daniels is not the quarterback? I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be rather surprised. At okay, okay. Um, and, and I, I think, you know, as far as Kelly's concerned, it's in that whole situation with Brennan is when did he know that Brennan wasn't the starting quarterback? Did he know coming into fall camp? Did he know a week into fall camp? I think he owed it to him to tell him quickly. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think they had anything settled coming into fall camp. Uh, they still had an open quarterback battle. Um, but at what stage did Coach Kelly feel like it wasn't going to be Miles Brennan to give him those opportunities? The problem is, when you went to the transfer portal in August as a quarterback, what are your options, right? I mean, yeah. Can you take any options, though, at that point? Well, well, yeah, well, I mean, well, well, the only thing, Jimmy, I could tell you, uh, because, come on, uh, my niece is engaged to him, uh, that Miles Brennan had options if he wanted them. He does not want to play football anymore. You can't make nobody play football. I'm telling you, he had options. He might even right. still have options in the future because supply and demand XFL – USFL, you look whatever because of those three games that he put on tape, and his SEC games. Now you might say, "Oh, it's Missouri, Vanderbilt, you know, Mississippi State," but look, uh, how many LSU Tigers have had three games stretch like that? So that that, but now you still gotta want to play. So I don't know that down the road, he, you know, he might say, "Jimmy, you know what's crazy." And, and that's why, to me, you could do anything for three or four months. I mean, you could go to war or whatever occurs. But you never want to be and look back in the mirror and say, 
It might be two years from now. It might be a handful of years, a decade. And you're hanging out with your buddies and let's say, uh, you know, like, man, I should have gave it a shot. Because you could be in the real world at any time and, and, and get, you know, a real job. That's the only thing I'm, I'm trying to, you know, but uh, the individual and, um, you know, you talk to different people. You can't make somebody play football if they don't want to right now. Especially when you're telling them you've got three weeks to learn a new offense yeah. and to get acclimated for the start of the regular season, right? Um, I don't think he would have been ready to start for anyone that early. So maybe, what, week four, week five, hopefully by then he's ready to roll as a possible starting quarterback. And and if I'm Miles Brennan at this stage, I know there's no guarantees in this. No matter what any coach tells me, I can never trust the word of a coach again. So, I mean, I think your options are very limited at that point, learning the news in August. And I think, you know, he didn't have many great choices. And the obvious one here was to walk away and to start his personal professional career. Now, uh, Jimmy, talking uh, is dealing with the quarterback because uh, the center quarterback exchange, it seems like uh, Dellinger's going to be the guy at, at center. I mean, uh, the one thing I can tell you is that it can't be like, I hope we get the snap. I mean, I don't care mm. what the game is, who you're playing. That has to be automatic. You understand what I'm saying? Whether you're in the shotgun or you're in the center, that can never be an issue. Are you concerned with that? Uh, I partially because I witnessed the scrimmage last week where there were some struggles getting the ball back to the quarterbacks. Um, Brian Kelly came out later in the press conference and told us he thinks some of that is due to the fact that they just uh, started to allow Dellinger to both snap and make the calls at the line of scrimmage, which complicated things for him. But they thought they had enough time to iron out those wrinkles heading into the season. What I wanted to see at 6'5", 6'6", I mean, that's not your typical center, right? We saw with the Ethan Pochick, right. who was really good at center. Um, I was able to see he bends really well. He had a nice flat back. I mean, he he was able to play with leverage, um, you know, which was surprising. I wanted to see how that actually looked. And LSU's got some really good defensive tackles, so he was tested in that scrimmage um, and held his own. So I think he can hold his own there, uh, and, and they're not going to have much of a leash, but I don't know if they have a lot of options if he doesn't get the snap back. Right. They don't have any real true centers on this roster, which is why they moved what I thought would be their starting right tackle this year, Garrett Dellinger, to the center position. So uh, I, I think they seem confident, and so they know far more than I do at this point. We've only had some limited viewings. From what I saw, I was a little concerned, but they don't seem to share that same uh, level of concern. Jimmy, so you mentioned the offensive line. Is that perhaps probably one of the reasons why they're going with a more mobile quarterback in, in Jaden Daniels because he can probably get you out of some situations because your offensive line is going to be a little uh, porous? Yeah, I think that certainly helps. Um, you, you're not going to have, you know, what was so great about Joe Burrow um, and that offensive line is that offensive line was good enough for Joe to get to his third and fourth options within a play, right? Um, I don't know if you have that with this offensive line, but you have a quarterback who you might want to make one, two reads and get out of there anyway. So I think it works well while you develop some continuity with that offensive line until you're solidified and, and your starters and know that you have a level of comfort where you can sit back there and, and run five-man routes and, and not have to do those those other type things. So, um, But it wouldn't surprise me to give him half-field reads, to see a lot of rollouts, to, to cut down some of his progressions. 
and, and give him opportunities. If it's not there, take off and run with it. He's certainly capable. Uh, the guy can flat-out run. I think my biggest concern would be his frame. How does his body hold up with taking shots in the SEC at 6'4", 205 pounds or so? Um, not the most meat on his frame. So if he's going to get out of that pocket, he better learn how to slide. He better learn how to get out of bounds. He better learn how to not take those extra hits. We saw it. Uh, Joe Burrow fight it through, take some tough shots. I'm not sure if he was 20, 25 pounds lighter, if he could have handled that same uh, amount of physicality. So uh, that's one thing that would be interesting to see. But I, I do think with not having all those answers on the offensive line, it made it that much easier for them to possibly go with Daniels. Now, uh, Jimmy, you look at uh, the transfer portal, and obviously uh, different individuals have an opportunity to start. Uh, has that been a pleasant surprise to you considering all the competition and the backgrounds uh what caught my attention is Kobe Richardson, who, uh, mm-hmm. considering he transferred from McNeese State. See, that just goes to uh, uh, show me how you develop. You could be a late bloomer, and uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't care if somebody went to Oklahoma State, Arkansas, they go to Ohio State with all that. He thinks he can hang with those guys, and it looks like he's doing it on the field. Yeah, I mean, I think that one surprised me because it came so late. There was there were already transfers, seven banks and and Makai Gardner. These were, were two guys that that had all the, the physical tools and, and seemed like LSU corners. And Colby Richardson initially to me felt like a depth move, right? Right. Um, and then you see it pan out and he's worked his way. I believe he's gonna be the starter. Um, right. come come the game against Florida State, which is pretty interesting. You're gonna have two transfer portal starters at corner, most likely. I think Seven Banks ends up um, getting the, the, the nod at the other corner spot. And then you have a, a transfer at nickel as well. And Greg Brooks from Arkansas, who has a lot of, um, you know, is a seasoned SEC right. veteran. So, And then you have a, a, a former transfer at safety in Major Burns. So that whole uh, secondary has really been transformed through that transfer portal and they're going to have to rely on them. If LSU is going to go nine and three, ten and two, or, or better this year, they're going to need that back end to really show up and play good football. You know, uh, Jimmy, I'm glad you brought him up because I was going to bring up Major Burns. Uh, I think that's a guy that's practiced with the first team defense and has taken advantage of the opportunity. Uh, how do you say the name? Is it Fouché or Fusha? I mean, he had started with uh, 34 games at Arkansas and all that, but uh, Major Burns, uh, along with Jay Ward. Uh, are you concerned with the safety position? Because right now I'm not. I'm not either. I think you have two really rangy safeties. These aren't your big battering rams, though. I don't know if these are two high-end tacklers, per se, right? Um, I think okay. these are more two free safety types that are real rangy, can do a lot in coverage. I think when you have two guys that can line up and cover your slot receivers, can match up against tight ends, and do some of those things because both of those guys, Jay Ward and Major Burns, are six one former corners um, that were highly recruited. Uh, Major Burns was committed to LSU initially as a cornerback, right? Uh, so they're both, you know, real fluid athletes and can really cover in man to man, which gives you a lot of options and, and different things to do with blitz packages and things of that nature. I think they're going to be really good in coverage on the back end. Um, where they could struggle is possibly in run support. Um, those guys coming downhill. I think they're both probably a hair under 200 pounds right. at this point. And so uh, trying to tackle 225-pound SEC running backs can be difficult at that size. Jimmy, what is now uh, more important for coaches, recruiting the portal or recruiting high school players? Man, I tell you, it, it really 
if you're a new coach, the portal. Um, I think you, you there's limited time for, for guys to get the program headed in the right direction. Um, you need to be winning by year two, and it takes two, three years, sometimes even four, to really build through recruiting. So I think the quick fix for a lot of guys is through the portal. Now, if you're in Alabama or Ohio State, they kind of have that that vertical depth throughout a lineup from recruiting solid recruiting class after recruiting class. You don't you don't really have to rely on the portal as much as some other schools like LSU's had so much roster turnover, new coaches, all those type things. Uh, so it's it's really important for your LSU's for your Florida State. Uh, I see Florida State's got a completely revamped offensive line. They really struggled up front last year. They've got a lot of transfers in, in that group this year. So, um, you know, there, it's it's a quick fix for a lot of people. But ultimately, if you want to win year in and year out, like your Georgias, like your Clemsons and Alabamas and so on, uh, you really need to do it through high school recruiting. Now, uh, Jimmy, uh, you know, you bring up the transfer portal and all, and just look at uh, where you're at. Uh, you might have some homegrown, but then the transfer portal, the linebacker position, I'm looking at uh, Mike Jones Jr. and then uh, looking at Glenn Penn the third uh, are still uh, you know working with their first team. My understanding uh, with the nickel defense, and then you throw in uh, Weeks West Weeks uh, sometimes comes in for a three linebacker set. So without the nickel safety, and then you look at uh, I still think they can rely upon um, look at Jones. Uh, he can move further outside to handle that maybe slot uh, opportunities. Uh, but then Baskerville, I, I still think uh, then I'd thrown him away. And then uh, obviously the freshman uh, Perkins and uh, uh, Harold Perkins. I don't know how you can keep him off the field, high upside for him to say the least. So just break down the linebacker spot because, uh, you know, there was question marks, but then how have they come together? Yeah, I think, you know, we all know the strength of this team probably is on that defensive line. Right. There's still a lot of question marks behind them in that back seven, in the secondary, as we discussed, and at the linebacker position. Mike Jones uh, played sparingly last year, transferred from Clemson, still really learning how to play uh, the linebacker position, played a lot of nickel, safety, hybrid, almost rover type at Clemson, came down, was forced in the box, now he's moved to Mike linebacker. Um, They like his leadership, he's vocal, uh, and he's a very high football IQ. Um, so they like that part, but there's still some question marks. Can he be your every down middle linebacker? Can he play that mic position? Can he take on guards? Can he fill those holes and all those types of things? Um, Greg Penn, I think, is probably more ideally suited physically for that position, uh, you know, but he's not this season. So those two are probably going to be your starters. I think it's just a matter of time before Harold, Harold Perkins really starts to crack um, a heavy amount of minutes in this rotation. I don't know if he'll start this year but he'll get starter-type stats, I think. He's very athletic. Um, he does a lot of things. He's sideline to sideline. We saw him make some plays, um, you know, from the backside position that were probably the only guy on the roster capable of doing so uh, during the scrimmage. So I think he gets on the field, and it's always good having a basketball that can play any position at the linebacker position. Um, very high football IQ, very fundamentally sound. Maybe not as athletically gifted as some of these other guys, which is probably why he's not in this lineup, but – Certainly a plug-and-play caliber guy. Jimmy, what's on the site, man? All this kind of stuff, man. Getting ready for the season, um, all the coverage possible. Have a nice scouting video breakdown of one of LSU's recent commits, Shelton Sampson, on the site right now. Uh, you know, trying to, everything's football as things heat up. At Jimmy Detail on Twitter, 
TigerDetails.com. He's the publisher. Jimmy, thanks, man. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, guys. I'll take care. All right. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.